come clear to you that you're not going to become a spiritual giant, yes? So how can, how can we be okay with abject failure? <laughs> how can, how can your perp, the purpose in your life, you don't have the qualifications to meet it? <laughs> Uh, that could only be brought about by a loss of interest. Can we lose interest in things or is there a losing interest in us? Yeah. If you ever read some of the old things, uh, you know, they have like 500 Herculean tasks you have to complete. <laughs> It could take lifetimes and you better live in a forest or near a cave because you're going to be busy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in recovery, a lot of people hear it from other people. You have so much potential. <laughs> This is just a relief from all that, yes? It's, it's a relief from not being enough. The relief from the need to be liberated. Yeah, just simple. Uh, it doesn't have a spiritual goal. It's just, if you can see the meaning, the pipeline of meaning and how it gets distributed and how it's all defined by us as the subject experiencing objects. And then we hear the message of non-duality, which is there is no subject nor object. So basically, as Huang Po says, we're pretty much off the game board. Yeah, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving which goes against the narrative's basis, which is that which is perceived an object is doing the subject. <laughs> it's an attribute the object has. You can't get more off than that, really. So this is just a negation of that and see where it takes you. At least wherever you are, you'll probably travel lighter. Yeah? And maybe you'll be put to good use. I think we all are anyway. And maybe there'll be peace, not through thought or effort, but through just an extinguishment of that drive. Yes. To try to transcend an imaginary place. I have my one example that because I lived, it brought great wisdom, which is cocaine addiction. I have to say I did that 100%, perfect, every step of the way, abandoned myself completely. Yeah, talk about Job having those curses, Start, you know, stay up on cocaine for 10 days. You're not having much fun most of the time. <laughs> it's hellish, 
it's a hellish realm. <laughs> so this is just a simple message. What we're reacting to is a meaning that the head has given. Yes. And we're playing in a game of subject objectness and there isn't. So if we lose interest in the central character, which is us, then uh, sight is restored, you know, sight is brought back. The blindness gets uh, a healthy bomb is put on the blindness. You start seeing stuff. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And then you're on to something. Yeah. Simple as that. And see where it takes you. Yeah. It's much nicer in a way to have a panoramic view about the myopic view instead of using a myopic view to find the panoramic view. Yeah. It seems to be a complete, it's the same highway. It's just different direction. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter if the highway gets rough or it turns into a mountain road, the direction's always the same. There's a negation of what we're not, and that's the sense of what we are. Yeah. The closest we can become it is to see what we're not. Yeah. That's the message. Hopefully it brings you an ease and comfort. Look at how other messages don't. When you hear the message of awakening from the mental activity, you would probably have done a lot better if you never heard that word awakening. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's enough races you have to run then to, and now you have an added one, which is I've got to become awake. <laughs> and then the word enlightenment in one definition is the cessation of all suffering, but how the mental state reacts to it is it uses it to produce suffering. Isn't that more than a 500 page book? Just that. Would you rather read about it or feel it? Yeah. I think feeler is much quicker when you feel it, when you have a sense of it. The futility is like a hallelujah. The total surrender is, is the clearest way in a sense, or the admitting that there can't be a surrender or there's no one to surrender to or no one to surrender. That's kind of surrender, yeah? And so the meaning of the word futility from the mental state is completely different when there's a realized state and you see futility. It's the same word, but the meaning that it's given is completely different. It's like hallelujah. It's like the snake in the skin. The skin's Armageddon is the snake's hallelujah. Yeah. So this is the message. We're here every week, seemingly. And, uh, you know, there's nothing new in non-duality. 2022 version. <laughs> So, yeah, if it's non-duality, where would the negation start? Right where we're sitting, yes? We not, don't need to dis, we don't need to negate the coming and going. Let's just see the seeming coming and going as us, yeah? 
right there. You don't have to go far. You just see what's happening and you'll see that the insertion of you as the subject makes everything an object. Yes. All the while that that isn't the true subject. So basically there's a negation of that. There's not a rehabilitation of it. There's not like an adding on to something like, oh, this, the body of duality is great. We're just going to add a different, you know, rocket launcher or a different motor. No, it's a negation of that system. Yeah. And what's the effect? There'll be a loss of interest in it. And what's that going to do? You'll find out. Yeah. That's the joy of it. Yeah. Don't you feel so, most of the time? Peggy Ann was nervous. She said, well, I don't know what you're going to do. I said, you know, Peggy Ann, I can drive myself to the I mean, to get that out, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes the future goal doesn't lend us to the present moment, yeah? We're being withheld in a way and being used to fulfill or arrive at some magical place when right now, everything that's worthy to be embraced is happening now. Yeah. And who says you're not embracing it? Or who says you have to embrace it this way or that way? Yeah. So, uh, I'd really like to just have the chimes do the speaking tonight, so. Yeah. Anyone have any questions? Anybody want to raise their hand? Can you hear my crickets? Not my crickets, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. The crickets. No? All right, cool. Hey, Paul, I got a question. How's your hip? Uh, not good. Yeah, did you go to the doctor or? Not yet. I'm going to give it a little more time. But it's it's migrated Typ to the other hip now. A typical man. <laughs> That's what we do. We just, like, don't want to go to the doctor, yeah? Reminds well, no, me of the I give, it time. Yeah. I give it time to work out. Paul, yeah. you remember when you got, like, knocked out on the surf and then... Uh, that's so I, I related so much like I can't afford to go to the I can't afford an ambulance ride. You know, you're almost dead, but, you know, you don't want to go. Right. No, see, I'm in the world of Medicare, Medicare, <laughs> all hospital visits are free. You made it. Yeah, they're not free. Someone's paying for those. <laughs> well, yes. yes. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I have uh, I have faith and rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. man, I just, yeah, I know. I was talking to my friend and she, yeah, we're concerned. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, whatever. Just the chassis, yeah. the chassis is all bent out of shape. Yeah, I know. But the chassis is what, you know, moves you around while you're here. Yeah. 
What's wrong with it? Hmm? What's wrong with your hip? Uh, just went out. Actually, the back went out, and then the other side's gone out. Because I, it's, I might... My body's misshapen by getting run over, so it's got different stress points. Yeah. One of the stress points is acting up. I had a good run. <laughs> it caught up with me. It caught up with me on Sunday. So yeah. um, Rob from Louisville, Kentucky has got his hands up. Oh, Rob is still alive. Hopefully <laughs> well. Can you hear can you hear me? There's an air conditioner. I didn't know if the sound was bad or not. It's all right. What's going on? I didn't hear that. Is it, is it too loud? Oh, no, that's no. fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I've been on some uh, cocaine benders. I think the longest one I went on was like 12 days. It was a fucking nightmare. It was unreal. And I did it more than once. But uh, anyway, you know, I just got out of this marriage and it was written for lack of better words lots of trauma uh, a lot of horrible stuff happened I didn't put my hands on her but she put her hands on me and I you said take a quick inventory and I'm doing that and I got 10 things down and uh, but let's not read them to now at this no, situation no, yeah. I, I ain't doing that yeah, talk with talk with. Uh, you can get my number from Mike afterwards or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll read it yeah. to you. But it's just interesting, dude. The stuff that keeps coming up that I suppress and stuck way down, and that goes on in my head, and the anger that comes up through my gut and through my soul is unbelievable. It's just like frightening. But and I see it like a motion picture. You know, if I'm seeing you and Kurt. And, Listen to you guys, it's really changed a lot in my life. I, mean, I really appreciate it. But it, it, it's remember six and seven, bring that stuff you see at and ask it to be reconfigured. That's the AA way. Yeah. Six and seven is fundamental in the program of recovery. I mean, does the object subject fall into the same thing? Is the same thing going on? I mean, well, at this point, I would think you want, you don't, I wouldn't concern yourself about the sub subject object. I'd concern yourself about the trash. You need to put out the garbage, which is step six and seven. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It doesn't That's matter cool. who it is or who it ain't. Just put the garbage up. Yeah. Take it to yeah. the curb. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to, uh, I love when, People always start reading a non-duality book when their house is on fire. They should just get a pail of water. Probably better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you chanting that you're not getting hot isn't doing much, really. <laughs> the sense of... of that isn't of the body and the brain. That's not what's having the sense of what you are. That's not, you're not having that sense. The sense that you represent is the sense of self. Yeah. The sense of self is not having the sense of the spirit. Yeah. If you want to use those terms. 
Yeah. It would love to as a card in the deck. When it gets to a dead end alley, it could pull out the ace. But in fact, it usually has no sign at all, the card, if it's non-duality. It doesn't give you any break <laughs> as the action figure. Not in this game of cards. <laughs> all right, I'm going to, I see your, your full house and here's my nothing. <laughs> You're not gonna. You're not gonna get the pot that day. <laughs> what you're gonna do is be traveling lighter, <laughs> winning or not winning. The traveling lighter won't be determined if you win <laughs> or you don't. The traveling lighter will. It's like an all-terrain vehicle. It it doesn't drive well just in one terrain. It drives well through all the terrains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so just uh either talk with one of us or kurt or someone and just do it the aa way see what's arising this anger and turn it over to the care of a higher power if you don't that there's that's just self-reliance and self-reliance is what has failed us that's probably what promotes the anger. And then you're going to try to uh, give the anger to self-reliance to try to take care of it. <laughs> it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. We have a simple program, step six and seven. When shit that you're not is revealed, you bring it to step six and seven. Yeah. At a point, you may not have to, but I would say... Right now, that's not the prominent point. So I would bring something to six and seven. Yes, it's not always the case. Some shit just comes and goes without being delivered anywhere. But I feel in this case, yeah, these packages have your name on it. I think you gotta, you gotta write the thing out. This was sent to the wrong address and send it off. <laughs> yeah. Non-duality, in a way, the effect of that is a panoramic view that sees all the other views. Yeah? It doesn't see them to change them. It's just, there's just a seeing of them. Yeah? And then hopefully an honest appraisal as best you can do with the pay scale you may find yourself in. Yeah? Yeah. It's not a vanquishing, it's not like the other points of view have some of the seeing that you have to conquer and claim. Yeah, the seeing is the context of it all. There's no, there's no quantity of, uh, there's no kilos or pounds of seeing that self-centeredness has captured. <laughs> it's, just, it's just misdirected seeing, which is uh, self-centeredness, yeah misdirected seeing that's seen as a form of looking called self-centeredness if you take the ownership off it it appears as seeing <laughs> all the while it was called you looking as soon as you take the ownership off it or see it that it's you're not the owner it immediately reveals it's always been that which is seeing it was never a form of looking that was a meaning that's given to it. Yeah? Yeah. So you come with peace uh, 
with things, not through terms of resignation, just by recognition. Yeah. Yeah. The dream in, in duality is a this without any that. Yeah. It wants a pure this with no that. It's not available in manifestation. It's <laughs> manifestations appears as this or that. That's a pipe dream. The absolute this. <laughs> This is sort of uh, the invisible hand that influences everything, but doesn't come from everything or anything, yeah, let's say, yeah? And I feel you're the, you play that role, yeah? You're like that brush to whatever artist is gonna use you, yeah? So if the brush thinks it's doing the painting, it's the same old, same old. If it's the brush realizes it's not, the painter, then you'll see what happens, yeah? It's like the same thing with the wave and the ocean. Has the wave been anything other than the ocean? No, it's just the wave, it's just, a, it's just ocean picturing itself as a wave. What needs to be addressed isn't ocean, it's the idea of the wave. Once the idea of the wave is seen through, how long does it take for the oceanist to be obvious? Yeah, this is the way of negation. If you don't like it, fine, go with the affirmations. Chant that you're not a body, and your head's probably using all the chanting, you're not a body, to reinforce the body that says it's chanting. Yeah, I don't think you can get out of that. I don't. I don't think the outs that it, pro it promises are really outs. I think the out is before in. I do. I think the real out is before in. I don't believe the outs that come after in are outs. I think they're bigger ins, really. I think the real out is before in. Yeah. The real relief is before the bondage, not after the bondage. Even though the relief may feel as if it's after, the re relief will tell you it's always been available at all times. So was it after the bondage? No, because it's not a freedom with an opposite. It's not a condition that's contrary to another condition. It's something by, something other than that. I don't want to give it a name, but it's not a condition that's a different condition than the one you don't want to feel. It's not that, yeah? Non-duality negates all that. So... I feel it produces a relief before the drive to get relief. I do. Yeah. That's what you get freed from. You get freed from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Yeah. The only way I'm going to arrive anywhere is on having never left. That's, you know, maybe you can actually do it all. Maybe you can hyperventilate and work super hard and never have a judgment and be completely in in 24-hour equanimity. Uh, my head is not up to that task. <laughs> so I just lost interest in it all, really. And I'm just, uh, yeah, sitting here with a pulsating right hip. 
amazed that it was only an hour ago a pulsating left hip. <laughs> Talk about duality. I got two two pains for the price of one. Not bad. <laughs> I was limping on one side and then limping on the other side. I don't have any other sides. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you see the inherent state of it all, or at least the sense of it? That's why they say, you know, you can read Ramana's stuff. This is not an experience. You can't experience it. Yeah, because experience is obviously of two-ness, yeah? There's got to be this feeling of being the experiencer, which would be the subject, and then things that happen in the experience would be called the object. So... Paul caught an incredibly large wave, yeah? Yes? So the wave was the object that the subject rode, yeah? That's the story of our lives. That's dualistic, yes or no? That's what's non-dual. It's not saying it's not appearing. It's just taking the reality of it, yeah? Yeah. It's just saying that it's, that's not you. You're not the axis of that seesaw. You're not the axis. There's nothing there. It's just the movement of this and that. This turns into, you remember, you ever when they used to describe the yin yang a long time ago, they would say, you know, the two aspects of yin and yang. And if you take yang to the extreme, it turns into yin. And you take yin to the extreme, it turns into yang. So is there really yin yang? It's just movement, yes? It's just the way we see something. We see things in a dualistic manner. The head supports that. It reinforces it about, it now takes the whole interpretation to be about a me, a me that we're not. And then the whole system is there to support that premise. And then we ask that system to show us the way. And it does, based on that premise. So we start looking for what we already are. It's not like a great mystery. It's just a misunderstanding, yeah? And it compounds in time. Yeah? We go, as Einstein said, you can't go to the problem, that that which is producing the problem for a solution to it, yeah? It's just that simple, yeah? In a sense, that's what we're doing. We're not, but that's what's happening. So. Non-duality just brought a peace that could not be acquired, yes. If I had this, if I ever had found this peace, I bet you I would have lost it quickly. Seriously. Yeah. Thank God it was taken out of that dynamic. It's peace before agitation, not peace and then wishing and then really a lot of agitation and hoping for peace. No, it's peace before the agitation. Yeah. The agitation can express itself, yet you're not the one who's agitated. Hallelujah. Yeah. Can you imagine like you're, let's say uh, you make a cup, you make a coffee cup and every coffee cup has a, stamp made in Paul. And then there's a huge recall on your coffee cups. Now they're all coming back to Paul and Paul now has, has to manage all these fucking coffee cups. 
because there's a sense of ownership, yes? This is, there's no sense of ownerships. You can tell the truth, the coffee cups suck. There's something wrong with them, yeah? <laughs> You're not trying to cover the mistake of the coffee cup because they're not yours. You can see, <laughs> you can see the impossibility of getting out of an imaginary place. You can see this. You can see the futility of using what you're not to find what you are. It's just insane. Yeah. And some of this shit, the fire's put out. There's no embers that kick around. And if it's a windy day, they light up again. No, the fire's out and you've moved on. That camp is over. Yeah. Yeah. So. I cannot, cannot overvalue the value of nothing. I can't. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hmm. All right. Anyone have a, anything? Uh, yeah. Matthew has his hand up. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Paul. Um, can you hear me all right? Yes, I can. Yeah, sorry you're not feeling well. Um, I'm willing to sign up for wheelchair duty if you need someone to push your wheelchair around. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the first thing I'm trying to avoid is going to Costco and, and use one of those electric scooters. So I'm, I'm trying to keep some of my pride intact. <laughs> I get it. I'm a fellow <laughs> sufferer, trust me. I'm and then I'm just going to start wearing leisure suits and, <laughs> and just wear sweats and <laughs> just go to seed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, um, so Paul, I, I love, you know, really so thankful and grateful for you and the message of the non-duality message of what I'm not. And I get that. And now, you know, I'm in Al-Anon, as I've mentioned, and I'm doing the, uh, you know, I've had my spiritual awakening and I continue to do my amends. And I've sort of been chasing you with this question because I'm doing my amends to my daughter, my family. My daughter is, quote unquote, my qualifier. I call her my savior because she got me into uh, Al-Anon. And that has really saved my life along with your work. Um, and the question is like, I realize, like I like your story about the dog and the dog walker. I realize I'm no longer the dog. I guess in that story, I'm the dog walker or the, you know, yes. I'm consciousness. So I wanna make a man, you know, as an asleep action figure, I didn't know how to parent. I had intentions of being a good father, but I didn't know I was asleep and therefore there was impact. It, the dog did shit on the lawn and yeah. I want to make amends for that. And I want to be able to say, look, I'm a new person. I wasn't that person. I'm a new person. I'm consciousness. I'm an action figure an awake action figure, I guess is the way to describe myself now. And I want, I'm love. I want to love you, but I want to acknowledge what happened and move forward from it. I don't want to be too far distant from it, Paul, that it looks like I'm not owning. What well, you happened. know what I do? Excuse me, yeah. Matthew. What I would do is just show up 
and put out the amend and just follow the dance steps. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. So put, yeah. I'll yeah, stop worrying about you're what's not in the outcome happening. business. You're not in the outcome yeah. business. So you just do you you you've got the ball, you run it to where you're supposed to run it, and then you put it down. Something else picks it up. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. Got it, Paul. I'll see you yeah, Saturday. And, and, and of course your head wants to have a favorable reaction, and you're not your head. So you just show up and see what happens. Yeah, there's going to be value no matter what the outcome is. Yeah, your head says there'll only be value if she thinks I'm great or something, but there's value no matter what. Just show up and, and uh, yeah, put the ball down and tell the truth. I would cut out the awake action figure, maybe. <laughs> Just say, I'm, I'm your dad and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And good luck. See what happens. And then come back Tuesdays or Thursdays or this meeting and share. And probably you'll, you'll have a great de demonstration of traveling lighter. Yeah. 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 I don't feel life. Uh, I don't it, I don't believe it ever demands a rote response. Yeah. I think it's all improv in a lot of ways. And I think we do the best when we don't know or we're uncertain, but you have that feeling and you know it's right and you just go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel that thing that's been passed over many times, that feeling of knowing gets emphasized and now it becomes something reliable where you are. Yeah. You can feel something and it's time to say something. Yeah. To that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of people, I don't have any road answers. They always want to bring up a hypothetical as if I know there's 15 dance steps and it's going to be an eight minute with a pirouette and something like that. I have no idea. You just show up and you see what's happening and there'll be a response. I guarantee you. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll see that response had a lot of wisdom in it and it'll be clear it had nothing to do with you, which is a great bit of evidence, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do talks at this place in, the, in an AA venue early on when my head was really popping, you know, changing a lot. And a lot of people would get mad at me, yeah, at the at the talk, and it would almost get sort of violent at times. And I could feel uh, the curtain that was representing me just fucking crumbling, you know, because obviously the sense of self and its security is that people like it, so to speak. And it was obvious these people didn't like me. <laughs> and... There was this tons of times, but this one time, this one guy just went off, went crazy. Yeah. And I was standing there and it was like I hadn't I every time this would occur, I didn't know what to do, you know? And this guy just went crazy and he went on for about five minutes. And then at the last at the, after five minutes, he asked me to be his sponsor. <laughs> so I it had a life. If I would have stopped it at any time earlier, 
it would have been stunted, but we gave it its whole time and it came in a five minute loop. And then it was, you know, all the hatred and then asking for help. Yeah. So that's what was necessary for the help to be asked for was that hatred. Yeah. So I was always surprised, but there was a lot of learning going on because other people would come up and said, oh, I can't believe how you handled that. And I said, I didn't handle it. <laughs> I was completely, I had no idea what to say or do. Yeah. Defend myself or something, but it always worked out year after year. So I came to believe, so to speak. Yeah. The action figure started to realize that the old condition was not the new condition. Yes, it was living. In other words, it was in a different pasture grazing than the old one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's my suggestion. You have the feeling that you would like to um, make an amend. Let that feeling dictate how it comes out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the sculptor. It has the intention. Then it just follows the cues. And then that's how Michelangelo came with to the David, supposedly. He just cut all the shit that, shit that he saw as unnecessary. And there was the statue of David. Yeah. So there you go, bro. Good luck. Beautiful. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you don't need luck. It's great. Yes. See, if you, if the action figure, the action figure believes in time, obviously. Yes. I'm not saying you do, but the action figure does. That's its programming. And it believes in linear time. Yeah. And because of that, the most important parts of time in the action figure in the mental state is past and future, really. It's more about what's not happening than what's happening. So a lot of us in addiction feel that we've done terrible fucking things and we don't want to uh confront that yeah obviously so we just want to shut the door on the past but it becomes a giant storage unit yeah and a lot of your space and aliveness gets fucking uh put there yeah frozen and shit so it's a terrible solution so then aa finally gives you the balls see my idea of not dealing with old shit was by making new shit yeah so AA stopped me from making new shit so I could get the balls to look at the old shit. And I went through these, this things called the men's and it was quite uh, freeing because I was bound by the past completely, literally. It was really the force that moved me in the present. I was trying to get out of the past most of the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I was in a mental here that was totally, totally motivated by an idea of the past. I was, yes, all the while the here was everywhere, but my myopic view, I wasn't noticing at all. And I had a huge drive to get out of the mental here. I would do anything to get out of the mental here. Yeah, because that's where I thought the past would catch me, catch up with me. And I did not believe I could handle it. So I avoided it at all costs. I mean, at all costs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been on that treadmill. It's just, you know, the, the, on the experiential level. And it's this form of slavery, definitely. Jesus Christ. So 
And Paul, I, I dated a man with my first girlfriend, you know, when I was 16. And, you know, I carried around this shit for, you know, almost 45 years. And when I went and did the amends with her, she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes. And I'm like, I carried this shit for 45 years and you don't know what I'm talking about. Yes. It, you know, it, it was incredible what the mental. It is. Psychopath. Because it's I, making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. To, to her, what happened was a molehill. To you, it was made a mountain. So you brought the weight of the mountain to her, and she was like, fuck that. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened. I know. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. an insane thing going on. Seriously. You know, everyone, just listen to – I don't want to go there. It's a little too – but a lot of what happens here is obviously projection, yes? So we, pro we project our discomfort on others. <laughs> or other situations. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess there's an un, unsaid uh, agreement that they'll do the same. So people have thrown it this way, this way, this way. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Paul. I'll see you Saturday. Oh, good. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. If I can't make it, it'll be put up on the website, but I'm feeling pretty good. I think we'll be able to go. Okay. I'll check the website. Thanks. Yeah. Be able to go where? To the Saturday meeting. Oh. Uh, there's no other hands up. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Look at all these lovely people. Nina and Stacy there, yes. Nina was going into a fugue there. I caught her just before she went into the void. Right on the event horizon. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we got Tej. Nice to see you, Tej, as always. If you have any idea that you need to do something, just talk to Tej. He's probably done it already. Yeah, yeah pulling my leg again, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm serious in a way. I mean, great wisdom can learn from others, yeah? I had that story. Wisdom of failure. Yes, the wisdom of failure is great. So I remember uh, when I was younger, I had a, there was a beautiful Buddhist magazine called Tricycle. And it was nice, very nice color, nice pictures. And they'd have uh, articles in there. And then sometimes they'd have an editorial from some spiritual person. And this one day I was reading it and there was an editorial about a, a famous Western meditation teacher. He'd been doing it like 30 years or something. And he was talking about this phenomena he was experiencing with a lot of his old, uh, the people who've been with him for 25 years, and they were telling him nothing's happened. <laughs> so when I heard that, I canceled my subscription to Tricycle. 
I pulled the emergency brake, got off the bus, really, because I hadn't done what they had done, but I don't see how it would have been different if I was doing it. <laughs> so I was able to learn. <laughs> the same thing happened when I was in this sort of like cult-like Course in Miracle thing in Wisconsin. And uh, through that place, I met someone here in California from there and we started going out. And so she wanted me to go back there for a month and check it out. And of course, in my great wisdom, I decided to go in January into Wisconsin, super freezing from California. And I went there and I didn't know this lady was such a big shot in this place. She was like the, she was like uh, the light junkie. She was just, just blasting light out and Kundalini running four waves, you know, everything just completely transcendent, so to speak, for like five years. And so, and she told me, she says, you know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything. She saved me a lot of time there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got it right from the horse's mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice to see you, Tej. Nice to see you, Bo. Yeah. What were we doing? Were we saying goodbye already? Or no? No, I just said hello to Nina and and uh, Stacy. And Stacy, no matter what's going on, that which is going on is never going to give you the true diagnosis that in time you've been traveling lighter. It's just not going to give it to you. Yeah. So you have to find it in the silence or something. Yeah. 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 There's no zigzagging. It's no, you've broken through a gravitational field. Yeah. Yeah. What's throwing the asteroids doesn't have much. uh, It's not like a 96 mile per hour fastball. It's more like a, fucking <laughs> 12 mile per hour you can see it coming so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing b- both of you in italy yeah yeah i may have to have a a, a made-up seat that hangs me from the rafters so i don't have any gravity on me <laughs> Anyone else have anything they'd like to say? Steward, John W., anything from Oz? No. Oh, well, uh, never just raise your hand. Fair dinkums, no fair dinkums, none of that. Can you hear me? No, all right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Deborah, raise your hand. All right, Deborah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Um, thank you, Paul. I, I just came up with, I don't know why I just love playing around with the, the analogies and stuff. <laughs> Remember the uh, those pictures that came out, I think in the 80s or 90s, where if you looked at something, it had a hidden image, I think yes. usually a dinosaur. Yes. And then it, you're, when you tried to really concentrate to see if it was there, you couldn't see it. And then for me, it was kind of like once I just relaxed and look at the whole thing, then it would pop out. The image would pop out. Yes. And what it, does that tell you? 
it's it it's that softer looking again and then it's also i can't help not seeing it more often now you know the emperor with no clothes it starts yeah. to get more like you can't first it's like you're you're trying to practice to see it you know what i mean and then you get this thing that comes up and then it gets more obvious that 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 thing just goes on and on it just and there's nothing you can do about it. It just does its little thing, and then, but the, you know what I mean? It, it. Yes. I don't know. I just like those. It's kind of like a, almost like a modern day Cohen or something. Oh well, yeah. Well, when you see it, then you keep seeing it. It's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Until you, you see it, it seems hard. But once you see right. it, then it's very easy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. the emphasis. Yeah. It's a very good teaching aid in a way because it's, and just like the Course in Miracles does, it shows you your perception is biased. It's been manufactured. It's been directed. Yeah. So you're directed in a certain way that you don't see that. And then if you let go of that or you get tired of not seeing it and you don't rely on that certain way, then it's available. Yeah, yeah? it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's trippy. <laughs> it's a great teaching, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing of the Course in Miracles. They first give you an idea, like you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Now, while saying that in your head in a very relaxed manner, take a look around the room. And when you're seeing something, you just have that thing, I'm giving everything all the meaning it has. And after a while, there's going to be a gap before the thing appears as a desk and the seeing, there'll be just seeing, and then there'll be a desk, yeah? But there'll be yeah. a gap. There'll be a, there'll be a gap, and in that gap is the wealth of knowledge. It's the wealth of knowledge from that lesson, yeah? So you see, yeah. what you see isn't the desk. You see that you're giving everything all the meaning it has. <laughs> That's what you come to. It's not like I see the desk, yeah? Or I don't see the desk. Seeing the way you don't see the desk is the way you're giving everything all the meaning it has, yes? Right. So it's yeah, like, it's, not, it's so quick. It 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 does it so quickly, it seems to do it so quickly. Yeah, but you've been you know, you've been given a timeless pair of glasses, you've seen it. So. Right, right. <laughs> you're the only thing that can see it. Yeah. Nothing else can see it. You're the only thing before it. Everything else is an appearance in time and space, which means it's after. So it's amongst every. It's amongst all the afters in a primary position. But you're before. Yeah. So the quickest process you can see. Right. The selfing, the process of feeling like you're the subject. You could use an example of when you're at a temple and you're going to meditate, and as you sink, just put your ass on the cushion, your head has you as a meditator already. Yes? That's a very yeah. quick process. Yes? Right. But that which is aware is not aware in time. It's aware before time. Yeah? Right. Yes. We are that. We are an awareness before time. So, so we, you can see, you can see selfing. You can see it. 
Right. Why would we ever bring it up if it wasn't a possibility? Right. Yeah. You have to be in a special club or you have to have gone through tons of stuff or donated a certain amount. No. It's our inherent nature. We are what we're looking for. Yeah. We are not of time, as Jesus said. You're in this world, and I would say this world seems to have time as a main component. Yes, we're in this world, but we're not of it. So basically, he's negating time and telling us, yeah, you seem to be in it, but you're not of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's from the of that you see what's in, and what's in ain't of the of, in a sense, in this case. Yes, of course it is, absolutely. But in this case, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know how much it's... There's always going to be a breaking point. Yeah. The camel is a camel. It's going to get a broken back. There's going to be enough straw that's going to break its back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is what satsang is, is constantly putting straws on the camel's back in a way. And then hopefully you'll see that it breaks and you didn't, and it wasn't your back that got broken. Yeah. So you see the emperor with no clothes. Now, every day from then on, the emperor can be robed with clothes, but you remember seeing the emperor with no clothes. <laughs> Even though he's wearing clothes or it's wearing clothes, you see the emperor with no clothes. Yeah. You don't have to constantly have the that revelation. The revelation uh, stabilizes in a sense. Or so Ramana said, there's not realizations, it's always realized. Yeah. So something that's always realized can't be of time, can it? No. It, so we're, it's like we are the space that everything appears in, in, in a sense. Well, we can say that, but yeah. But see, this is what happens when realizations happen in time. A lot of times the realizations leave. Right. Some, some, a person says, and it's valid, they said, I awoke at this time, at this place doing something. And then they fall into the opposite experiences. I've unawakened, which really sucks. Right. Yeah, it would have been better off if they'd never heard about awakening. Now they're the unawaked ones, which is terrible. <laughs> the head's having a field day. Talk about Catholic and Jewish guilt. There's the huge amount right there. You were awoke, but you did something. You did it. I told you. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I did with enlightenment because I I noticed it was just getting just as bad as the word God. You know, it was like, and I just dropped it. This is a few years ago. uh, It's like, I don't think there's any such thing as enlightenment. (laughs) I guess I was in a way. Well, it's definitely not a thing for sure. Yeah, so. right, right. You're on there. You know, I just kind of gave up on all that. Um, I've just been, I don't know. But it, it's almost like everything is just a play. It's playing. It's just playing uh, in a sense. Well, that's a nice way to see it. Yeah. And that's brought about by a loss of interest in self. Yes. Self gives you a lot of possible ways of seeing things. Self is a very myopic way of seeing things. Yeah. 
<laughs> it doesn't really give you many options. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid, distract, blame, deny, rationalize. Yeah. Well, that's it, honey. I'm happy it's going well. Yeah. Thank you. My David true help, my. Hmm? David Conender has his hand up. David. G'day, Paul. G'day, everybody. It's something funny. I just that uh, listening then. I just I don't know why I thought this. This is just to share. But um, I thought with me personally, and I suppose it's the same for everyone. How unimportant it is for want of a different word, when I'm asleep, when I'm sleeping at night, like, you know, nothing's really important about that to me. But when I'm supposedly awake <laughs> during the day, everything is so important. It, it, this can go wrong and that can go wrong. Yet, then it's sort of like, it feels like it's all just the same thing, you know, being asleep at night during the day. I think that sounds a bit like madness, what I just said. I don't know why I just said it. But anyway, that's all I've got to say. Well, when you're in deep sleep, you're not there. And when you're seemingly awake, you are there. Yeah. yeah, so I would say the conditions you seem to be are based if you're there or not. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny that the system, in a sense, or something in us, loves the idea of sleep, but the head doesn't because it's, its non-existence is revealed. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yet something overrides that, and we go to bed, and usually with a nice smile. Yeah. It was funny when my father passed away. I was young and uh, he, he was in my bed in the room I, I shared with my bigger brother. And so my mom had me go upstairs. He was taking a nap and uh, he had been ill for quite a while and I didn't see him smile much, but he had a very nice smile on his face. He had passed away. Yes. That made a very powerful impression on me. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful. He had, I hadn't seen him smile in months, and there he was, smiling. I remember, cool. a thing, I remember a thing you said a while ago, or you probably said it a few times. I think when you went to the, um, with your mum, I think you went and uh, at the, your uncle's funeral yes. and walked, walked up to the coffin or whatever, I think, and, and, and you knew it wasn't your uncle that was there sort of thing, I think you said. That's a beautiful one for me because I, the only time I've, I've, I've had a fair few um, relatives pass away, including my mum and dad, and the only time I've ever um, gone to a, and checked an open coffin out, and it was at the um, funeral home, be, like be, the day before my mum's funeral, and only because my little daughter wanted to do it. She was only about 10 or 12 at the time, and she wanted me to take her so she could see her grandmother one more time. But it's a beautiful story, that one. You say, Paul, because I can remember, I, as soon as you said that, I can remember looking at my mum and, and just know it wasn't her that was, that was lying yeah. there. It, yeah. yeah. It's like instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. thinking. 
that's the knowing that's readily available really yeah yeah Yeah. now we get caught up in the current of time and space but in a way it's never forgotten so yeah 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 Yeah. oh the last 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 little thing the guy a friend of mine who i've become friends with that first put me on to um, you like paul hederman stuff and it when I first watched it, it freaked me out. I thought, this guy's a fool. I've got to jump over to Muji for a while to toughen up <laughs> to the other hand of Paul Letterman. But he said to me, I was actually going to get up early on Sunday morning and check out the one that you guys did on Saturday there. But I'd have to get up, I think, about 5 a.m. in the morning and it'd be here in Australia. So I missed it again. But I had lunch with my friend on Monday and he said, did you, did you, he always says, did you do the Paul Hederman on, uh, <laughs> on Saturday? I said, no, I didn't. He said, oh, I got up and checked it out. He was on fire, mate. He was like, he, he was a real good one. Like he rates your, well, he goes, he just got on a roll, you know, off, off he went. So anyway, I, was, I said, I'll have to. I think it's uh, recorded anyway. Yeah, I think he might have. Did you guys get it up there yesterday, Mike? He might have watched it yesterday or the day before. Talking about the regular Saturday or the the special Saturday? The one that you did, I think the one you guys were discussing, that that a lady was going to be running the meeting or something. Yeah, the special special one. Yeah, I definitely put that one up, and I hope I put the other one up. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the one at 10 o'clock in uh, Saturday morning, out Pacific time, we have up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Double, double check about all of them, but yeah. anyway, you were on fire apparently, Paul. So there you go. <laughs> I, I still remember the first time a penny dropped for me with this stuff. I call it a penny drop. Was when I first heard you say, "Whatever can be perceived is not that which is perceiving." And it wasn't in a live one that I was doing with Europe. Is that these ones? I don't know. You look like you're in about your 40s, and it's a five on the internet now. It's a five part thing, and you've got a red wall behind you. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know, I don't know. It's Toronto. If you remember it. It's Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I've watched, gone back and watched that a few times just because uh, how you say it and everything in that get must get through to me. It, it, like little things work in that one for me. Yes. Yeah. That's why we put it out. You know, I had a, I realized I was going to get worse and worse as time went on. So we put a a lot of the old ones out there when I still had, when I still had hope and vigor. You're you're heading towards totally nothing. If people come to a Paul Hedeman Zoom in five or ten years' time, it'll be just Paul Hedeman sitting there, but doesn't say a word, doesn't doesn't do a thing, just sit there and look at him. We're getting there quick. We're getting there quick, yes, for sure. I'm just trying to to find the right colour of diapers I can wear. I I haven't figured that out yet. To go along with that electric car, the walking front. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> anyway, I, I got great. Uh, uh, I don't know the words. Just Basically, I'm just gonna stick up a sign saying Saturday, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> go to that video. Go to that video. <laughs> just the link. Just the, just the link to it. That's Paul is in the past. <laughs> the present Paul is. On the wane. <laughs> anyway, th- th- thanks, Luke, Paul, and, and to everyone else, because some of the other people's stories 
and what people say may, mean a lot. They help. It helps me heaps. Uh, other yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. wee thing here. It's very nice. So yeah. thank you. You're one of the uh, my favorite Oz contingencies. You, Stuart, and we got Craig May and John Walker. We got a lot of characters. We got Robert French from New Zealand. He's a he's my man. So yeah. All right. Thanks. Anyone else? Yeah. Thanks, David. Uh, I'll just point out that Clifford is in um, reclining Buddha pose. <laughs> he is. <laughs> That's in Buddha in Thailand. That that uh, represents Tuesday. We were born on Tuesday. No, seriously. Great. They have a different Buddha posture for every day of the week. So whatever day you were born, there's a Buddha posture. So this, on Tuesdays is a reclining Buddha. So there you go. <laughs> it's perfect. And I yeah. got to say, while, uh, while, while that profile picture is up of Amelia, she's got to change it. There's that creepy Freddy Krueger hand going up her mouth. <laughs> You'll have to talk to her. She doesn't listen to me. Is she not listening right now? We just communicate through notes. But can she not hear me? I tie yeah, it to the I hear, I can hear you, Mike. <laughs> I, I, can tie it to the I couldn't hair. hear you, but I can. Yes. You got to change so what's that up? Profile. What's wrong with my picture? Can't you see that Freddy Krueger hand going up your chin? Yeah, that's why I like it. Oh, okay. I I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. She's like the Sphinx. Don't try to understand her. Keep it, keep it through Halloween because that is perfect. <laughs> Please don't Probably try to. Probably Halloween. I'm gonna change it. You'll never, you'll never crack that nut. Forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just roll with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna say goodbye to everyone. I think. Stefan. Very nice to see you, my friend. Uh, and Tej, both of you, all of the people here uh, bring great value to me. So, seriously. Yeah. Anu. Yeah. We got Matthew, Bill C., Bill Churchman, Nina. We got Angie. Yes, the smiling, the smiling lady. It's nice, nice to see. I'm the semi-reclined uh, Wednesday Buddha. <laughs> yes, there you go, the Wednesday Buddha. We got uh, Susanna W. Nice to see you, Susanna. Yeah. Uh, let's see who this is. We got Susan. Susan has been supplying my uh, latte addiction for years. Thank you, Susan. Yep. Miss Amelia, she's all and nothing for me. She's everything and nothing. Very nice. Yeah. She takes wonderful care of me. Yeah. Very loving, loving person. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to saddle myself into a nice dessert. She's incredible. Very nice. Beautiful. We've got uh, Bruce F. We got a phone number. Don't call it, please. We got Nina. We got who else here? We got Clifford. Uh, we got uh, who else? 
we lost the folks. All right, that's it. Hey. Um, hey, hey, Paul, can, can you hear it? me? It's Nick. Yes. Who is it? Hey, this is Nick. Oh, Nick. How are you, Nick? On the phone. Good, man. Uh, I got two things. One, uh, if, if you – I'll offer to pick you up Saturday if you don't fill up the driving because you're hip. Um, so just give me a call or something Saturday morning yeah. or the night before. See how you're feeling. I'll pick you up and drive you to the church. And if you're not up to that, then let's do it at the house maybe. Good turn there. Yeah, we could do that. Yes. Yeah, let me f put some thought on it. Yeah. No excuses. Yeah, let me <laughs> – Okay. No I, didn't, I didn't leave now. anyone out there. You like that, Mike? No excuses now. No Thursday. No, I'll, be, I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah. But Amelia is uh, doesn't have the kids, so she'd be able to drive me. Hopefully. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. Right. Thank you, Thanks. everybody, for tonight. I'll see you soon, I hope. We'll be here uh, Saturday, 1 o'clock. Tomorrow we have 10.30 Pacific non-dwa uh, recovery. And yes, thank you. Bye. Thanks, Bye, Paul. Nick. Thanks, Paul. See you guys. Thanks, Mike. Bye, Paul. Take care.